Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Rocket Mortgage, giving away millions during Super Bowl 55 with the Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Square Sweepstakes. See rules and enter for free today at RocketMortgageSquares.com. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio, 855-2124-CBS. 855-2124-227. Send the tweets and the hot takes at Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. At 1040, unless we're hot on the calls, then I guess I'll take the calls. What the hell? But pencil it in. Don't put it in pen. 1040 a.m. Eastern. I got to get to this Deshaun Watson thing. I think a lot of people, and, and we've done it a couple of times. The thing I'm talking about is... I think we're getting kind of unrealistic with some of the the things that can be done with Deshaun Watson. So I have the definitive list. I don't even think Pierno knows what the hell. I'm going to have him play NFL music underneath or whatever he wants to play underneath because he's the one who's the maestro of this thing. And I'm going to give you the realistic def- destinations for Deshaun Watson, including Houston. But first things first, because I don't need to talk about four-win football teams. It's championship weekend. I wondered last night or last Saturday night, and if you listen to the show last Saturday midday, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is why, I mean, I like giving, I, I like giving picks. I like, I like telling picks. I don't know. Unless it's a certain few, you always hear radio show hosts now. And because gambling has exploded, sports, sports handicapping has exploded. Uh, it's no longer in the shadows. And some of that's. Some of that's actually not as fun as we thought it would be because, you know, you'd like to have a little bit of, oh, man, this is kind of dangerous. This is a little bit risque. This is in the back of a, of a barber shop. Oh, my goodness, in the back room. Oh, my. What are they playing back there? Oh, my. Like, some of that was fun. And now it's, you can get it on your phone. Away you go. But people are eating it up. And so every host feels that they need to do something with gambling because a lot of hosts are, are big-time gamblers. I I hate I never thought you cared, and I don't think you should care about me picking games. But we got to pick them anyway, right? Because it's still all right. You got to put your got to put yourself out there, and I got two for two, 
or excuse me, I went two for four. I went two and two. Sunday, I picked. I picked right. Saturday, and I picked Saturday, and God, I was just wrong. And I just, I, I couldn't help it. I had to laugh on Saturday afternoon, and I had to laugh on Saturday night because everything I just said was wrong. Hey, the Rams, they got themselves a defense. No, not against Aaron Rodgers, they don't. The Rams, they got themselves a running game. Okay, well, I guess. <laughs> I I did my damnedest to get away from, hey, defense travels. They pack their defense. Cold weather games, they can pack a defense. Ooh. Tried to stay away from that. I do believe in defense in, in, in cold weather games. I do believe in that and running the football, and I thought the Rams could do that, and then they couldn't do any of that because the Packers with Aaron Rodgers are just too good. And so that was an abomination. And then I, I told you the whole day I wanted the Bills to win, and I still wanted the Bills to win by the time they kicked off. I thought the Ravens would win. I did not know that we'd be having these conversations about Lamar Jackson and number one wide receivers, and now there is a conversation of, well, he's going to win you a lot of regular season games. What's Lamar Jackson going to be able to do for you in the postseason? Hey, it's been three years. If if you think that's unfair, if you think that's wrong, this is what big boy football is. This is how the big boys do it. They are criticized heavily. And Lamar Jackson's an MVP, so there's heavy criticism there. But I thought, man, I, I really believe that their running game is going to be strong. I believe Lamar's going to be able to take care of business. And they just got boat raced. And I got to tell you, the way that they got just dismantled, I was just so surprised by Brian Dayball and his confidence in Josh Allen. Cold, windy, the weather is against the type of throws that you're trying to make. And I thought there was a lot of confidence to come out. And what was it? The 21st plays were passes. To have that type of confidence in throwing, that's where you have confidence in your quarterback. That's where your quarterback has taken another leap. But, guys, the, the training wheels are off and have been off Josh Allen. And it leads us to this after, or it leads us to this weekend and leads us to tomorrow. Because while I have to pick him, I don't know how seriously it should be taken. And, again, if I pick against your team, you got the next four hours to talk me out of it. I can flip. I can flop. This is not politics. I can do whatever. Because tomorrow there is a difference for me, and I think there's a difference for a lot of fans. There's a difference in rooting for, depending on how much money you got riding on the thing, there's a difference between rooting for and picking winners. There's a difference between who we want to win and who we're going to pick to win in these football games. Because there's a lot of things that sing to me emotionally. You pull up the heartstrings, pull up the fan in me, get me going just like anybody else out there. I pull for the Bills because I pull for their fans. I think their fans are fun. I do think their fans will ruin tailgating someday. We've already seen one serious injury this year. I'm waiting for it, and I hate to say it, but you're waiting for a real serious injury because I just think it's going to give the NFL and cities around NFL cities every reason in the world to clamp down on tailgating and to make sure that you get in the stands paying $10 for beers instead of a buck fifty outside on your case or whatever you get, and then they can do it all under the guise of safety. Cities can do it. You can talk about private property, whatever. Teams are not going to want to allow it. It's just something that they do not want in the NFL. When we're allowed to have fans back in, this is going to be something that's going to be brought up because you know they want to create the quote-unquote safe environment. And when we're allowed to have full stadiums again, safe environment key, 
the the product of what you're watching, the product of your, what your surroundings are. And the NFL has hated it for years, way before any of this other stuff. The NFL has hated it for years of the videos coming out on Mondays or what would happen in the bathrooms or what would happen in the stands on Sunday afternoon. The NFL has hated that for quite some time. And so as much as I – Bills fans, I adore you. I think you're fun. I I have no problem seeing people get thrown through tables. I I like I like a show just as much as anybody else. I wish you'd gimmick the table. If you're going to power bomb each other, maybe take a rod out of a couple of those tables here and there. It's just for your own good. It's for your own safety. Maybe you can do that. But I just know what the NFL is going to do. I pull for Bills fans though, because where I'm from, Bills fans are a lot like me. They're a lot like us. Kind of Midwest, even though you wouldn't consider Western New York, maybe a little Midwest, maybe a little Mid-Atlantic, whichever you want to say it. But there's a hearty group there. The weather's bad. It's very snowy, very windy. You go on that sky bridge thing they got there. It feels like you're just going to drive right off into the lake. It's terrifying. It's a little dangerous, but it's home for them, and it's fun. And for Bills fans, I want the Bills to win. There's a want in there, but there's also a thought in there. Patrick Mahomes, whether or not he, whether or not he was really concussed or just choked out Hollywood Hogan, or excuse me, Hulk Hogan, Richard Belzer style, that's a different discussion. But Mahomes coming back, the rooting interest to that, even though he's already won one, the rooting interest to see whether or not the whether or not the Kansas City Chiefs can put the confetti back in the cannon, and obviously Aaron Rodgers. And for Aaron Rodgers, and I'm going to get into this here in just a moment, the fans of Green Bay, a lot like the fans of Buffalo, it's hard to pull against them. The situation they have in Green Bay is a situation we all admire, we all wish we had. It's easy to pull for them. And for Aaron Rodgers, it's more personal for him than almost any player participating in these two football games coming up this weekend. So we start with the AFC Championship game and Buffalo at Kansas City. And I don't think this is about Mahomes. I think this is about everybody else. I think this is about everybody else with the Kansas City Chiefs. You're going up against a team that I just said, I want them to win. I think they can win. They are talented. They've shown they're talented. They show that they are extremely well coached. Sean McDermott has shown just how good he's been. Brian Dayball, I can't believe I'm saying this after 10 years later when he was in Cleveland. I can't believe I'm saying this. Brian Dayball has done a spectacular job in the handling of Josh Allen. Sean McDermott has done a spectacular job. The organization has done well in what giving Josh Allen what he needs, structure, the type of learning, a, a, a type of way to build you up and build your confidence, unlike we get to see these days. We don't get to see this this, this that much. You, the, the days of, and I wonder how this is going to go, because the days of Josh Allen may be already over. Not, not in the terms of his career. He could blossom and have an obviously great career. But the I'm taking this player and I'm going to give him time and I'm going to let him mature and then he'll pay off down the line, I don't know if we're ever going to get to see that again. Fans want to see it now. Owners want to see it now. It took patience. It took belief with Josh Allen. To see the things that he did at Wyoming, where it looked as rough around the edges as a quarterback could possibly be, it was Steve Nebraska in the scout. Like, that's how rough it was around the edges. And they saw something, they go up, they get him, and then they give him time. It's remarkable. 
And so for a quarterback like Josh Allen, if we want to use him as an example, I need to put him in as a completely separate category because I don't think that other football teams have that type of patience, have that type of belief in a quarterback, and he's paid it off in spades for them. I want Buffalo to win this game. Speed, a factor. Running games, a factor towards the negative. Defenses called into question. For both sides, while I think Buffalo's defense is right where they want it to be, Kansas City, there was a couple things that were exposed last week and in previous weeks with what can be done against the Kansas City Chiefs defensively. But there is the question of motivation. And again, it's not about Mahomes. Mahomes is working on a legacy. Mahomes is a half a billion dollar quarterback working on a legacy, working on what his career is going to be. He's measured up against already the best who have ever played the game. Motivation for him is through the roof. Motivation for Andy Reid is as high as it could possibly be. And damn it, that might that might be all they actually need with the Kansas City Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes is that good. He's that much of a magician even though he's banged up. But I keep going back to it. When you've already won the Super Bowl, when you've already been there in pro sports, it's very, very hard to go back and to go against a team that has prepared for you, that knows where your weak parts are, that you may be just very well better than, and they can attack those, but then you have to come up and and weather a storm and be able to beat them. I wonder if Kansas City is going to be able to do that. I have picked against Kansas City all year long to go back to the Super Bowl. I've picked against Kansas City because I think it's damn near impossible, nothing against them, it's damn near impossible to get back to a Super Bowl. It's impos- It feels damn near impossible to repeat as a Super Bowl champion. And I'm seeing a Buffalo team that is firing away on all cylinders unlike I've never seen them. I'm going to pick Kansas City. I want Buffalo to win. I've picked against Kansas City all year. They've made a fool of me all year. And more than likely, they'll lose this football game and they'll make a fool of me going into tomorrow. In the NFC Championship game, I think all the pressure is on Aaron Rodgers. This is a guy who I think watched what happens, and maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he says he doesn't care, but I think he pays attention to a lot of this stuff. This is a guy who pays attention or sees what happens with Phillip Rivers and also what happens the week before with Drew Brees and has heard the criticism because he's gone on the shows, has heard the criticism, has heard the conversation. A guy who's this good, this talented with only one Super Bowl. And the leader of a football team that has done, with the exception of drafting Jordan Love, I'll grant you that, but did what he wanted in in firing Mike McCarthy, brought in his head coach, did not get his wide receiver, but a guy who can prove to everybody that he, as somebody in charge of this, is still one of the most powerful players in the NFL, which makes him one of the most powerful players in sports. For Aaron Rodgers to do this, He's done it his way. Weather becomes factors. Running games become a factor. That's all easily said. With the head coaches, I actually like LaFleur. LaFleur being in this situation again, I've seen Bruce Arians make some really weird decisions in these spots. 
Not that Bruce Arians isn't a good coach. It feels a, it feels a little bit like Andy Reid leading up to the point. Well, Andy Reid has bad clock management. Andy Reid doesn't understand down and distance in big moments, and then he wins a Super Bowl and all that goes away. Maybe it's the same thing for Bruce Arians. But I actually like LaFleur in this spot. I like LaFleur in the lead with Aaron Rodgers in this spot. I really do. But all the pressure's on Green Bay. Make no mistake about it. For Tom Brady, it's already paid off. You're back in an NFC championship game. I know for Tom Brady himself, it, it, it hasn't paid off, but it's already paid off. You've proven it. You're the one who was needed in New England. They wouldn't have been 7-9 and nine if Tom Brady were still there. You're the one that everything centered around. And Bill, in the back and the recesses of his head, probably would admit to somebody that he misses you. It's already been won. You've put Tampa Bay back where they're supposed to be for their fan base. It's been a dream season for them. It's been a dream season for B.A. It's been the same thing for Rob Gronkowski and for Antonio Brown where you brought him back up from the dregs of society to where he is right now and needing him for this football game, which would be a big loss, obviously, but still revitalizing a career that I said I don't think he wanted to play football. It's just he didn't want to play football without Tom Brady. Tom Brady reinvigorated maybe a love of football for Antonio Brown again. There's been so many things that he's done well this year. There's no pressure on Tom Brady. You go out there and you win this game, you're back in the Super Bowl, we marvel. Because you've proven it now. You're not Johnny Unitas in five games with the Chargers. You're not Joe Namath with four games with the L.A. Rams. You're not holding on for dear life. You're not looking for one more magical moment in the sun. You still got it. Maybe not as much as you used to, but at 43 years old, you still got it. You're still a threat. The sand's running out of the hourglass. That puts a little bit of pressure on you, but the pressure's on the guy on the other side of the field because now we're reaching the point because of the greatness of Tom Brady. We're starting to reach a point where we look across the field and we go, he only has one Super Bowl. How? Tom Brady's able to win six. We don't realize that Tom Brady gets in everybody's way for these Super Bowls, but he's only won one Super Bowl. How? How did he only get one? Tom Brady has taken the NFL and made it the NBA. One championship for all-time greatness isn't enough. You need multiple rings. These are hard things to win. These are hard seasons to go through. And so for Tom Brady, it's all there. It's already been it's already been accomplished. For Green Bay, for Aaron Rodgers, one more before you ride off into the sunset. It looks as good as of an open window as you're ever going to find. The pressure's on Green Bay. I love Tom Brady. You know how I feel about Tom Brady. I am a fanboy of Tom Brady. I root for Tampa Bay. I pick Green Bay in this game. I think it comes down to Kansas City and Green Bay and a classic Super Bowl for all of us. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. You got three, uh, three hours and change to talk me out of it. I got Green Bay. I got Kansas City. Talk me in, talk me out. All you guys, Deshaun Watson, 1040. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Ken Carmen wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227.
11.40 a.m. Eastern, 8.40 a.m. Pacific. Eric Wood, former Bills offensive lineman, current analyst on the Bills radio network. He'll join us. We'll talk Bills with him. Also, the AFC Championship game against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. John Lenyard going to join us. Peter Report, 12.40 p.m. Eastern, 9.40 a.m. Pacific. Speak to him about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady, the whole deal, work or shoot, 12.20 p.m. Eastern. Got the top five coming up, and... Uh, Listen, the whole Tennessee thing, I think that was a I think that, that was a, a fantasy of the person handing over the money. We could certainly hand this with a little bit more discretion. I'll talk about that a little bit later on because there's a lot of thoughts wrapped up into that. Just how hard of a job that is, how much of a grind of a job that is. And for Tennessee football, par for the course. Also, it, and it sucks because I don't think Pierno will be here for it. We got to, folks, I I heard the promos. Oh, Pierno will be here for it because we have ourselves a new entrant into the NFL head coach Royal Rumble after this week. What a promo or, excuse me, press conference that was by Dan Campbell. We ought to discuss it because we got into it one time in the early fall and all of America wanted to discuss it. 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern time, 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern. Oh, my goodness, yes, because I heard that and I was – Shocked. Shocked. I mean, I, I listen, I, I should have say I was shocked. I probably wasn't, but I just can't believe he just came out with it like that. And so now we got ourselves a new entrant of the NFL head coach Royal Rumble. We got to see whether or not Dan Campbell could knock off Mike Vrabel. Because there's a few guys no, that definitely would so. have no chance. You don't think, well, wait a minute. Don't give away what we can sell. There's time for discussion and debate on this, as they're not. Just tease, because Dan, it's a tease. Thank you. Dan Campbell might be able to talk a good game, but does he have the wherewithal exactly, to lie, yeah. cheat, steal, do whatever it takes to hoist the gold belt, the big gold belt at the end? I don't know. 855-2124-CBS. I'm picking Kansas City. I'm picking Green Bay. I'm rooting for the other two. I I can't help it. I think that Tom Brady and Tampa Bay against Buffalo – Storylines abound. Tom Brady gets Buffalo one more time in the Super Bowl. Holy Toledo. I want Buffalo to win because I like Buffalo fans. I like the area. This is where my heart's at. I'm a very weird person. I shouldn't like Tom Brady. I adore Tom Brady. I I marvel at his greatness. And I want him to win. But I'm picking Green Bay. And I want Buffalo to win. They're more like me. But I'm picking Kansas City. 855-212-4CBS. Talk me out of it. David in Buffalo, you're first up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, what's up, Ken? Thanks for taking my call, man. Um, Glad to have yeah, you. Go ahead. As a Bills, as a Bills fan, uh, this is where you want to be. Um, it's, it's been a long road back. Um, McDermott, Brandon Bean, what they've done for this organization has been just unbelievable. The coaching, you know, the way they've developed Josh Allen, it, it's been incredible. And I, I think this Sunday – the Bills are almost playing with house money because I feel like the pressure, you talked about the pressure being on Green Bay. I think the pressure is on Kansas City to go back and, and prove that they're not just a one, one-hit one wonder. And, I, I mean, I think the one thing about this matchup that's going to be tough is our secondary because um, Kelsey's a really tough cover in the secondary. And I think the key with the Bills is they've got to mix in some running. Um, you know, I, I mean, in the, in the second half last week against Baltimore, they came out, they ran the ball a little bit. I mean, and I think Singletary's got to have at least 50 to 60 yards in this game, you know, and just be effective enough to yeah. keep, you know, that defense off balance. And I think the Bills can do that. I, I think, you know, they can win a shootout. I think a 45 to 38 type game, a game for the ages. 
Um, look, I mean, this this is I mean, this is like going up against Tiger in his prime at the Masters, you know, with Mahomes. I mean, the, the guy's you know <laughs> unbelievable already. I mean, he's 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 got a, a career that's uh, probably destined for the Hall of Fame. But I, I think Josh Allen in this offense can do it. And uh, you know, I don't know if you read the article about Diggs and ESPN the magazine, but his leadership with this offense has been unbelievable. So I'm not being nasty about ESPN. Do they actually still have a magazine, or is it on the website or whatever? I'm sorry, I did not read it. That's not a shot at the four letter. I swear to God, David, I'll try to check it out. Okay, I promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do so, man. It's definitely worth it. But uh, it's, it's online. But uh, yeah, it, I, okay. I think the Bills win a shootout, and uh, it's a great game though tomorrow. I think it's a lot of fun. My first thought is always, thank you very much for the call, David. See, my my fear is, do you really want to get in a shootout? Because you mentioned the Tiger Woods thing. It was always a player's. It was always a player going against Tiger, like in the final pairing of Tiger Woods, to take out the roar, to not have the roar, or to turn the roar. The difference is, is that Tiger Woods controls his own game. You don't control what Tiger Woods is doing. And with Kansas City and Buffalo. This would be a great test of Josh Allen because Josh Allen has one of the top three strongest arms in the league. He's playing as well as anybody. He's an MVP candidate. And my and when you originally say, well, you know, we, we only want to have this. We, we want to give the ball to Singletary this much. We only do. Ah, God, do I want to come out and throw the way I did if I'm Buffalo, the way I did against Baltimore, knowing that, hey, you blink and you can be down by 14 to Kansas City. Now Mahomes is playing with a toe injury or a foot injury still. That's that's past the concussion slash chokeout slash whatever it was last Sunday. He's playing with a toe injury. It's hampered him. I don't know why the hell they were running on third and one or whatever it was. It was silly. So he's he's playing after that. It'll be different, though, with that injury, but still his arm is remarkable. You have two really good quarterbacks who can sling it all over the place. If you go down gunning, I think that's a fantastic way to go down. And if you win gunning, that's a fantastic way to win. The only thing I really disagree with, I don't think there's very much pressure on either one of these teams. There might be pressure with the legacy of Mahomes. There might be pressure with the the, the legacy of, of what Mahomes is, of what Andy Reid is, maybe a little bit. But I think that this is a team that could go right back to this game next year, right back to this game the year after and the year after that because of Mahomes. I don't think there's as much pressure on Buffalo because you got a good young quarterback who looks like he's just – getting out of the woods and is possibly in the clear and can do this for a very long period of time. I don't know if there's that. I I think clearly there's more pressure on Green Bay on the NFC side. But in this one, I struggle to find who has more pressure on them. Who has more riding on it? I guess because they're the defending champions, I would say Kansas City, but if you lose this game, you know your future is remarkable. I think you can go out there and play loose. Same thing with Buffalo. 855-2124-CBS. Let me get to Pat in St. Louis real quick. He's next up on CBS Sports Radio. Hello, Pat. Hello. Yes, uh, I agree with you about the Aaron Rodgers thing. It's huge pressure on Aaron Rodgers. I take Tampa Bay in this for two things. I think the one thing is that this weather thing is overrated. I mean, they Green Bay played in a few games at Lambeau that may be in the mid-30s. There has not been no 10- or 15-degree weathers. I think the, the receivers of Tampa with the weather is going to be what the question is, not the front sevens on either side. And the last thing to add about Tom Brady, the pit in Green Bay's stomach, if it's a six-point game and he's got the ball with three minutes or less, come on, man, the pit has got to just be unbelievable. So they better be up. 
they better be up nine or more with about three minutes left in the game. Thank you. Just just about any other quarterback, Pat, thank you very much for the call. Just about any other quarterback in the NFL other than Tom Brady, you would go advantage Aaron Rodgers in these moments. But it's Tom Brady who he's playing against. 855-2124-CBS. All right, I'm going to hold off on the Deshaun Watson thing because we got calls. I'm picking Kansas City. I'm picking Green Bay. Classic Super Bowl. Talk me out of it. 855-2124-CBS just over an hour from now. Eric Wood joins us. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio right now. It's the latest sports update with who? None other than Marco Belletti. You're listening to Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. 855-2124-CBS, 11 o'clock Eastern, the top five subject. And, you know, I I loved what I saw to Dan, Dan Campbell. I, I just think it's going to be a disaster. I'm sorry. I think it's going to be rough. Yippee. It, may, it gave me a bad feeling about him. It gave me a bad feeling about Chris Spielman. Well, we got to go over that one. I'm bewildered. And I got to get into the Deshaun Watson stuff. I, I, I didn't spend extra time making a list of all the teams that I think should be in and out on Deshaun Watson for nothing. So whether it's with Pirno or whether it's with Connor Green, damn it, I'm getting this in. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. But I got them in, so we got to get to these calls, man. It's outrageous. Championship weekend, I want Buffalo to win. I'm picking Kansas City. I want Tampa Bay to win because I love Tom Brady so much. I'm picking Green Bay. I'm picking Green Bay at home. 855-2124-CBS. Sean, South Carolina. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Hello, Sean. Hey, Ken. How you doing? Sean. Hey, yeah, doing well. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Um, so I got you. Turn down your radio. Are, do you have your radio up or you have your radio down? Turn your radio down. I just realized I did. Yeah, we're good now. Yeah. All right. So, basically, go, uh, go when I looked at these two games, I got uh, a very experienced coach in Andy Reid versus a, you know, not so young, but a still experienced coach in Sean McDermott. And then we got another experienced coach in Bruce Arians versus a, you know, more younger coach in Matt LaFleur. Correct? I yeah. I think I think I'm going to go with – I was going to side with you, Ken, but I'm going to go with the two veteran coaches only because of their, you know, I guess skill and mischievous plays I think that we're going to see. We're going to see a lot of RPOs with the Chiefs. Whoa, 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 whoa. Shot, 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 shot. The mischievous plays? Yeah. The mischievous plays? And the Packers? Yeah. They're pretty mischievous. They're pretty, you know, outgoing. They're going to throw something up that, you know, Buffalo probably hasn't seen. Fourth and inches last week against Cleveland. Do you think they were going to throw the ball? I don't think anyone did. No, I did not think they were going to throw the ball. No. You know, I think everybody in the building so, thought they'd either call timeout or run. With Bruce Arians, he even said last week that Tom Brady was basically calling the plays. So him, it's more so, hey, let's just give Tom, you know, the headset almost. I think it's great what he's doing in Tampa Bay. That's part of why. That's part of why, Sean. And I thank you for the call. See, I like Matt Lafleur. And, and for Bruce Arians in these moments, I'm not huge on Bruce Arians in these moments. Sometimes I think the lights get a little too bright and he presses a little too much. I'm serious. I wonder if Andy Reid calls that had he not won a Super Bowl. 
That's why I think there's no pressure. I think both these teams are going to play loose tomorrow in Kansas City and Buffalo. I think they're going to be fast. I think it's going to be a fun game. I'd be very surprised. I, I'd be, Honestly, it wouldn't even be surprised. I'd be let down if either one of these teams got tight. If Kansas City got tight, I'd be unless unless again something terrible happened to Patrick Mahomes, I would be let down if these teams played tight. I think you can play loose and lay, leave the chips where they are if you're Buffalo. Now there's pressure on them because they haven't really been here before where where Kansas City has been, so there is I guess a little bit more pressure there, but Andy Reid on that fourth and inches and doing a pass to Tyreek Hill, I don't think he calls that had they not won the Super Bowl last year. And if they didn't win the Super Bowl and he does call it and it doesn't work, even though it worked perfectly with Chad Henney, if he does call it and it doesn't work and Cleveland goes down and scores, because on the play before, it's third and 14, and I couldn't believe – Chad Henney, by the way, got to 17 miles an hour on that run. But if it's third if, – if it's – if Cleveland goes down and scores, if they don't get that moment and they hadn't won the Super Bowl before, it's more the same with Andy Reid. There's people calling in about Andy Reid. But that moment – that's that's the life you can live when you already know you got one in the in the trophy case and you can go for another. I hope Buffalo plays loose tomorrow. I think Kansas City will be loose tomorrow. And if they're both playing loose, I got I just got to pick the guy with a little bit more experience who's better than anybody else out there. I got to go with the quarterback. I got to go with Patrick Mahomes. And I think the uh, of the two teams that could probably tighten up, I think it could be Buffalo. 855-2124-CBS. Ben, Green Bay, Wisconsin. He's next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Ben. Hey, how's it going this morning? Ben, not bad. Go ahead. Yeah, um, so I'm going to I'm gonna try to convince you on the AFC side, but I'm going to reinforce your thoughts on the NFC side. Uh, I do think Buffalo is going to come away with the game. Uh, for the simple fact, uh, granted, Mahomes is, is the second-best quarterback in the league right now, um, but his – I think his decision-making has been a bit questionable the last handful of weeks, and Buffalo's defense is so opportunistic. Uh, you can't afford to make questionable decisions. And uh, between the injury and maybe the rust from not playing much a few weeks, last couple of weeks of the season, I do think uh, because of Buffalo's defense, they come away with the win. And uh, I'm going to stick with, and I'm going to go with you on Green Bay, and for two big reasons. Uh, first reason is Green Bay spent all last week listening to how. Their offensive line couldn't keep up with the Rams' defensive line, and they showed what they thought about that. And I think going into hearing everyone say about how they gave up five sacks and Rodgers threw two of his five picks in that game, and, I mean, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Uh, There's going to be some attitude and some prove me wrong there. And uh, to go along with that as well, uh, Brady has only gone up against Green Bay's defense once this year, and that was without Kevin King, which – People who probably are outside of Green Bay don't know a ton about Kevin King, but uh, uh, between him and Jair Alexander, I think that's the best one-two corners in the league. And you throw Darnell Savage over the top on that, I mean, that's, that's about as good a defensive backfield as you're going to face in the league today. So Green Bay and Buffalo, Super Bowl 55. Ben, thank you very much for the call. Uh, let me get the Brill in Columbia, South Carolina. He's next up, or she's next up, not sure, on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, what's going on, Ken? Okay? Hey, Real. Um, Hello. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where's the Super Bowl being played again? The Super Bowl's being played in in, in Tampa Bay. It'd be the All first right, time a player would host if if Tom Brady was able to play. Why? <laughs> yeah, that's big, man. I mean, you're dealing with Tom Brady. The big one. Of the, he's an underdog. He's been Mr. Last even in the draft. 
Green Bay will probably not. I got, I'm, I'm about 60 to 70% saying Green Bay will, will win this game. But one thing we do know about Brady, he's not going to lay down. He's not going to lay down. So he's, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to have a perfect game. The guy Carlton Davis already said they're calling the secondary the grave. So day. wait so, a damn minute here. I mean, now, I, I got I mean, a lot of – hold on. Me. Brill, 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 stay with me. Now, I got a lot of nuts and bolts from Ben and Green Bay. But I raised an eyebrow because he was calling from Green Bay, okay? But then you're telling me what Tom Brady's going to win this game because the Super Bowl is being played in Tampa Bay? If anything, that goes against it. It'll be the first time it ever happened. Hey, it's huh. Tom Brady, man. That's all I got to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are we talking about? Don't forget, it's Tampa Bay. He, he lives and dies on it, man. And Aaron Rodgers just hasn't proven, any, proven anything to me, man. I mean, he can get the MVP this year. But um, he's, he's just not proven to me that he's the and champion, that, that he has no character. That Brill, that right there, that's right there is why I just said everything I've said about Aaron Rodgers in this first hour of this show. That right there. Because you know you know damn well Aaron Rodgers, and you didn't say he wasn't a Hall of Famer, and you didn't say he was one of the best quarterbacks, you didn't say he wasn't one of the best quarterbacks of this generation, but you just said he hasn't proven anything to you. The man's been an MVP, the man's won a Super Bowl, but because of Tom Brady, those aren't enough anymore. Those things aren't enough anymore. No. Like, I, I'm going to make a conversation about Philip Rivers, Rivers later on, and i got to tell you, when Philip Rivers, I, I hate to give away what I can sell here. When Philip Rivers retires earlier this week, it's like, of course he's a Hall of Famer. He's going to be. All, and then you go, well, wait a minute. What are we going to think about Philip Rivers in five to ten years from now? Because I can't put him in over Breeze, and I can't put him in over the Mannings, and I can't put him in all of those other guys, and I certainly can't put him in over Brady. And all those guys are going to retire. And Brady has soiled the the, the water of where the quarterbacks come from in this generation. Because you're telling me that Aaron Rodgers hasn't proven anything to you, Brill. The only thing I got to say is they better be up by 14 to 21 when the fourth quarter comes. That's when Brady comes alive. Well, that's all I got to say, Ken. Yeah, but he's got to – thank you very much, Brill. He's got a, court, he got a coach that goes to sleep, though. I, I wonder about that. That's all I'm saying. 855-2124-CBS. Now, that's a hell of a call. I got nuts and bolts with Ben and Green Bay. He's going over the X's and O's. Got Brill. Yeah, Tom Brady. Come on, Ken. Ross, Tampa Bay. He's next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, appreciate you taking the call. Um, everybody's talking about Tom Brady, but I'm just going to tell you right now, this game is going to come down to two words, Vita Vea. With him coming off of the injury reserve, um, and, I, I, I'm t- and let me explain, let me explain. Um, I'm the strength, without, a, without a doubt, our, the strength of the Tampa Bay defense throughout this year in terms of depth has been our linebacking core when we're healthy. Uh, when Vita Vea went down, we had to drastically alter the way this Bulls defense was really functioning. And what we've seen is slowly those pieces coming back into place as we've been getting healthy. And from all the reports that I've been reading, at least, about Vita Vea's performance here at practice this week, he is truly the linchpin of this Bulls defense working to the mastery that it can work. And if but, he is truly healthy, it's going to allow those, that, those linebackers like White and JPP to kind of back up and play their game and keep Rodgers in the pocket, there's which your is if, what though. is going to be key to Ross, shutting down Ross, their offense. True, yes, sir. true. There's your if. There's your if, though. How healthy is he? Because there's a, there's a difference between ready to go full go. I mean, how many snaps is he going to be able to play in this football game? Because I can't just go back to the way defense was played with him being in. I think that's a great call, Ross. You ready, you're the first person, probably the only person who's going to bring up Vita Vea. Don't get me wrong. That's why I was so excited for the call. But how much is he really going to be able to contribute in this football game if it's the first game back? I mean, you got to get your wind up. you got to get your dander up, the whole thing, brother. 
Well, he has at the same time. So even let's say let's just say he only plays fifty percent of the snaps. Okay. Even if that's if he only hits the fifty percent mark, you still have the same defense last week that shut down Breeze and Kamala Harris. Uh, not Kamala Harris. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, sorry, uh, Kamara. Excuse me. Uh, they shut down Kamara um, in terms of last week. I mean, they were playing like a dog chewing, like getting after the bone. Like last week, they were in it. So I don't want to. I understand Rodgers is bringing a lot of his tools to the table. Um, he's got those uh, Pro Bowl linemen in front of him, but like that's where I think Vita Bay comes into play. And even if he's if he's in there for those fifty percent of the plays, he's going to force them to have to double team him. He's a big freaking body, and which is going to allow the strength of the defense, those linebackers, to tee off. And if they can do that, what we're going to see is a repeat of what happened earlier in the year. Um, again, at that point in time, again, the beginning of the season was rough. That offense of, of ours was not necessarily clicking on all cylinders. I think we've overcome that now. I think we've found our groove. Our running okay. game is picking up. So, again, the cold weather or not, which is a joke to begin with, these are were, these were professionals. They played in a lot of this crap already. You know, it you're the second person to bring up the cold weather here, Ross, and thank you very much for the call because you're, you're, you're the second person to bring up cold weather, and I kind of want to talk about that later. I got I to gotta highlight that right now. There's one thing you were bring, you you left out though, when you when you talked about stopping Alvin Kamara and and Kamala Harris and and Drew Brees, <laughs> when you stop when you when you talked about stopping them, that's great. I think we can understand here. I I mean I watched Tom Brady throw for over 400 yards this year at 43 years old. Now I don't know what hocus pocus he and Alex Guerrero are going through there. I know he thinks he can stretch bones out which is a little bit weird, but if you're playing at the highest level at 43 years old, I guess you got to believe in some weird stuff, don't you? That is not Drew Brees on the other side. And so if you're telling me that, and you're right, the defense is better, Ross, the defense is better with Vita Vea there. So if he plays 50, if he plays 50% of the snaps, what's going to happen with the other 50? Because Tom could put it on. I still, I still believe in Tom Brady, and yes, I'm talking as a fanboy at times. That's totally true. But what's going to happen in the other 50%? Because I, I'd i be shocked if Tom Brady went out there and threw passes the way Drew Brees did. Drew Brees' passes the other day, I'm sorry to say, I mean, it looked like a dry fart. If you could see it, that's what it looked like. It's at, He's at his end. The, this old truck is broke down, and it's time to go park it out behind the garage and part it out. For Tom Brady, Tom's still running fine. Tom's still doing fine. I would be careful to expect one defense the way it looks against one offense with one old quarterback to look the same way it does with another old quarterback because there's still better miles on the other old quarterback. That's the, that's the thing I caution against. And I think if you give Tom Brady any bit of light, I am concerned about his coach in this moment. I am, but if you give Tom Brady any bit of a light, that's where I'm going to be concerned with. But I do want to bring up the cold weather thing. I do want to get into that. 855-2124-CBS because I think we overrated too, but I want to run it against you guys. Top five subject coming up. And you know what? I'm rooting for Dan Campbell, but I think this is going to be a mess. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.